This is going to be a short snippet from a judgment made by the Supreme Court of the United Kingdom on the 26th of August 2020 concerning ZTE Corporation. So, the legal background. The starting point is the patent bargain, which promotes innovation and justifies the monopoly which a patent gives an inventor. The patent bargain is this. An inventor receives the reward of a time-limited monopoly of the industrial use of its invention in return for disclosing the invention and dedicating it to the public for use after the monopoly has expired. The patents conferring such monopoly rights are national in scope and are usually conferred by national governments. Legal questions as to their validity and their infringement are determined by the national courts of the state which has conferred the patent right or in the case of a European patent in a designated state. An inventor has to protect its invention by applying for patents to the national authorities of each of those states in which it seeks to obtain a monopoly unless it obtains a patent from the European Patent Office under the European Patent Convention which creates a nationally enforceable patent within each designated state. It is not unusual for a national patent for an invention to be upheld by the courts of one state and another national patent for what in substance is the same invention to be invalidated by the courts of another state. Within Europe, the same European patent can be on occasion upheld by the courts in one signatory state but be invalidated in another. Much may depend on the differing evidence led and arguments advanced in national legal proceedings. In English law, once a patent owner has established that a patent is valid and has been infringed, it is prima facie entitled to prevent further infringement of its property rights by injunction. In Scots law, an interdict provides a similar remedy. We discuss this matter, the fifth issue, in more detail later on. This 
prima facie entitlement and the patent owner's entitlement in other jurisdictions to obtain similar prohibitory remedies form part of the backdrop to the contractual arrangements which lie at the centre of these appeals. To promote the development of global markets for telecommunications products, including mobile phones, the infrastructure equipment and devices produced by competing manufacturers need to communicate and interoperate with one another and the phones need to be available for use internationally by consumers who travel with their phones from one jurisdiction to another. Two attributes of patent law have militated against this development. First, the prima facie entitlement of the owner of a patent to prohibit, by injunction, the use of its invention within a national jurisdiction has the potential to disrupt a global market for equipment using that invention. Secondly, the national nature of a patent monopolies which forces the patent owner seeking to protect its monopoly to raise proceedings in individual national courts, making it very difficult, if not wholly impracticable, for a patent owner to protect an invention which is used in equipment manufactured in another country, sold in many countries and used by consumers globally. The first attribute may give owners of patents included in an agreed standard excessive power to disrupt an otherwise global market to the prejudice of manufacturers of equipment using such inventions and to exact excessive royalties for the use of their inventions. The second attribute may enable implementers to avoid paying an inventor a proper price for the use of its invention internationally. There was therefore potential for the alternative evils of the abuse by a patent owner of its monopoly rights and of the denial by implementers of the patent owner's legitimate rights. Organizations involved in the telecommunications industry have sought to address those evils by establishing standard-setting organizations, SSOs, to which they bring their most advanced technologies, promoting standards 
using those technologies and putting in place contractual arrangements in to which we now turn. SSOs aim to promote both technological innovation, which is made available to the public, and competition between manufacturers, and thereby to benefit consumers through more convenient products and services. Interoperability, lower products costs, and increased price competition. So this has been a short snippet on patents, a legal background from the judgment of the court made uh, on the case of Unwired Planet International Limited versus Huawei Technologies and also involving conversant wireless licensing and city corporation. We will continue with uh, providing short snippets uh, from this judgment. Hopefully it may be of interest to people and hopefully you will find something uh, interesting new um, from the case about technologies, about patents and law. Cheers. Thank you for listening.